C Max, and this is Matrimonia Madness. We dated on Halloween, we got married on Halloween, and we spend our Thursday evenings talking about Halloween. We're a family friendly podcast with all the blood and guts, and whether it's your first time or you're a frequent listener, we want to thank you for taking a stab at it. Don't stop rating my stuff. I don't, I don't answer to you. I literally wasn't even going to rate I it. I kneel to no man or woman. And let's, let's tell the listeners what's really going on here. You're not even really trying to fix any audio issues. You dragged me in what used to be your spooky room because you said, <laughs> the acoustics, we need to fix the acoustics. So you put me in this really small no. misery type room where there's a red couch and eventually I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be strapped to it and you just want to be closer to me because you're like a foot away. Whereas at the kitchen table, I have enough amount of space to produce content to my liking. For somebody who's been in like a thousand and twelve bands, you should understand that when you record, you have to have a small space that's padded. We don't have that. One of those bands got signed. Well, apparently it doesn't matter because you're stuck here in my spooky ex room. I really am. This is. I think what's more spooky about this room is that there's nothing in here. Listen, you should you should understand the reason why I brought us in here. I'm trying to make the audio sound better. Okay. I'm just surprised there's no yellow wallpaper in here. Only AP literature people will get that joke. Cat, <laughs> our sister-in-law will text me later and be like, that was a good joke. That was good, LOL. LOL. Anyways, so I don't know. Man, this week, I'm tired. I'm hu- very hungry. We've had this conversation already. He's very hungry. I'm very hungry. I'm also very hungry. I don't have I don't have funny stories. There's So first off, we want to apologize if you expect if you expected a Studio Six 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 review tonight, it's just not going to happen. We, as you guys have been listening, we're in the process of selling the house. A lot's going on. There's multiple steps. As is doesn't mean as is, and so we just weren't able to get to the movies today. Uh, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. We're also putting in more time at work to make the funds look good for the loan people with the new house build just to let you into our world a little bit. And it's a little horrifying in the sense of all the stuff you have to do, but we're grateful and we're counting the blessings. But you won't get a Studio 666 review today. So if you're really looking forward to it, we're super sorry. Maybe in the future, we'll see how, we'll see what time allows us to do because this, it's just, it's just a lot. Or you guys can go see Studio 666 and give us your review. It'd be like a reverse podcast. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna have to take some. I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. But I mean, like the listeners would get back to us on it because they're gonna go see it and give us a review. Yeah, but I would list them by name. So if they say it's really good or vice versa, it's really bad, and like you know what I mean, I would I would have to put them on blast. Or they can give us like their gamer tags instead, so then nobody would know who they were. <laughs> but then, when this episode goes viral, they'll just get a bunch of spam ads from people they don't know. Because that's true. You know, that would be kind of funny. That's how that's how the content machine works. True. I did. I thought I had a story, but I don't think I do. Do you have Do you have any funny any any events? We did. I did get another idea for a new segment because on Monday, uh, President's Day, we took took the kids out 
that we work with to play some Disney mini golf. And one of our kids who's 17 brought up this like scenario about like rehabilitating our characters back from their like. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was that was so interesting. He was like, well, first first he gave you like a choice, something about an orphanage or something. Yeah, so he said he basically said, should I should I run? Would I rather? Would I? It was like, would you rather? Would you rather? And we like we were gonna play would you rather, but it only got to one question. Then I was like, oh, this is content. So he said, would you rather manage an orphanage of all these like fictional killers when they're kids? I think is what he said. Okay. Or would you rather be responsible for rehabilitating them back into society? They're under your care. And so a couple of questions I asked were. were do I have to release them back into society? And he said, yes. And so then the would you rather kind of turned into this game of who could I actually be successful yeah. in doing that to? Because like there's, and maybe we could use this for a segment, so I'm not going to say who we brought up, but there's some people who are just the embodiment of evil who like... Exactly. So yes, you're not like under my good conscience and professional license and my, my oath... To society, I wouldn't release them. Right, because you'd know that there's no turning back, basically. Yeah. He didn't put consequences on if I didn't release them, but it was a pretty cool thing, and I was like, man, you know what? Like, there's there's so much content out there. We haven't tapped the surf. We haven't even touched the surface. Haven't even touched the surf. Haven't touched the surf. I accidentally typed, uh, like a, a poop eating grin, on my thing. Nice, <laughs> the smirk. The smirk. You have any newsies? I do, I do have some newsies. I think we both have some newsies. I have some newsies. Uh, so, um, well, like, I think you should go first because I feel like typically in the news segment, and, and, and for those of you who are listening, the way we do the news is we're going to give you some tidbits. If you want to go and look it up yourself, by all means, go look it up. We're going to basically give you the... Give headlines. You, give me the headlines and then you can go and further kind of dive in. I think you should hit hit me with some news because I typically have a lot and you, you did your you did your oracle duty this week. Okay, so I got some newsies. So two days ago, Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays Laurie Strode, she announced oh, she does? Okay. She announced <laughs> that's the newsies and we're done. Have a great have a great night, <laughs> everyone. How big of a poser would I be if I had a horror podcast? Like, you know Jamie Lee Curtis in Christmas with the Cranks? She's one of the most famous scream queens and final girls ever. And like legit, I was like Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> so she announced that filming is done mm-hmm. for Halloween ends, and she also announced that this is the end. Like she fully announced that there is no For her. Well, no. The way that her post mm. seemed, like, it was done. Like, we're done. She said it was the end for her. If you go back and read exactly what she wrote, she says the end for me. Wow, so spoiler, she dies? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> she's older. And, like, you guys know me. I love Mikey. But how many times are we going to do this song and dance? Well, I know. So, anyways, I took it as it's the end, end, end. But, anyways, filming has been done. So, you want to just do all my newsies, or... Yeah, hit me okay, with it. Okay, Because, for example, I had that one, obviously, because it's a big deal. Like, Gotcha, okay. And if you, guys, if you guys haven't seen her Instagram posts, it's very adorable. There's, like, a bunch of set pictures. Yeah. She's got her Lori Strode Forever tattoo. I don't know if it's hers or... 
whoever has it. It's really cool. There's a bunch of black and white pictures of, like, on-set filming and things like that, and it's really cool. Yeah, it is really neat. And something something to look forward to when the movie drops later. And it's a, a little bit... It's, it's, as much as I give the Halloween franchise, like, its share of grief, it is. I was a little bit sad. I did get a little bit sad. It's a little... I mean, we've been through... We've been on this journey with them for so long, and so, like, knowing that it's coming to a quote-unquote end... And she's come and gone, you know... Exactly. For like so many different films and things like that, and like, you know, there was the the Rob Zombie stuff, which I don't really want to talk about. And then she, you know, she comes back. Right. And then, you know, and she, then she and then they reboot it. With yeah. Her. It's just, just a lot. She's been through a lot with this franchise, and to see it come to an end it's is tough. It is tough. So I don't know if you remember in one of our previous sinister sneak peeks, what happened? The sneak peeks. Okay. Sinister sneaks. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Sinister sneaks. It's an inside joke that we, I say, you want to sneak a peek? I'm not going to tell you. Typically, it's not about anything adult rated. It's like a lollipop. We have, we have little monsters listening. Yes. By the way, speaking of little monsters, so. I thought you were going to say, by the way, about the, uh, about a lollipop. No, by the way, speaking of little monsters, last episode, you were talking about little monsters. You said, after the little monster, because you're talking about Stranger Things. Yes. You said, after the little monsters. After they become... They graduate. They graduate from little monsters. And I was wondering, we used to call them teenage wolves. Like teen, like teen wolves? I like it. They're te- they graduate from little monsters to teen wolves? I like it. It's not bad. Not bad? Or like, we're going to think of a new one? I said I like it. It's not bad. Ouch. Now, why are we going to think of a new one? First of all, you have this bitterness because for some reason I was able to come up with... That's something I'm good at is I just come up with marketing and content really easily off the top of my head. That doesn't mean it comes to fruition ever, but that was easy to come to fruition because it was literally just a label for a set cohort of people. Same with Teen Wolf. You thought of it right away or it took you like all week because we were no. last week? I was thinking first, that I'm pretty sure there's a, a really old show or movie or something, I don't know, I haven't done the research on it, of like, I'm dating a teenage vampire or something like that. Yes. And I was going to do that one, and I was like, no, I know there's a, a better teen. And I thought of that as soon as you said it. And I was uh, like, I know there's a better teen thing, and then Teen Wolf. Yeah, but how long did it take you to get to Teen Wolf? Like, 24 hours later. I mean, not bad. I'm saying the name's not bad. It's not, like, the best thing I've ever heard, but it's not bad. I like it. I said okay. I started with I like it, and then I said it's, it's not bad. That's a compliment. I appreciate that. Your insecurity is bleeding through the microphone. So, remember when we were watching, when we had a Sinister Sneaks... Yes. And we talked about this movie on Hulu called No Exits. I do. And it's coming out tomorrow. Yes. Okay. That's my news. <laughs> All right. Uh, boom, boom. I didn't know. Yeah, so if you guys want to watch No Exit on Hulu, we we can try to do like a, a releasing this week. But man, like, I, I almost think if you were to look at horror movies releasing this week versus almost any other genre... Horror movies would be more because you have like Shutter. There's a lot. There's so many streaming services like dedicated to this to this like output yeah. of content that it's. I'm talking about like originals, like Netflix. Like if you if you were competing up against Netflix, you might be like, oh well, these movies that came out ten years ago are coming to Netflix, which outdoes the horror. But like as far as new content, I feel like every time I turn around, there's like something. There is. I was just. I just mentioned it because we mentioned it. No, that's fine. No, I, I was just making it. I was making it. A lot. There's so much content. I was that. making. It, I was making a 
inference because like I would like to have a releasing this week and just list off a bunch of stuff. That would be great. But it would it, it might take like like five minutes to do that. We could try it one day. It would be first tough. of all is finding the right medium where we can find all that information. Exactly because there is so many different streaming services so or many, and so indie many websites stuff, you websites, try and, like, and it's hard. It's hard. It'll be. Start. It'll be, oh, this trailer came out for this this movie, Shadow Dropping on Shutter, and it's like, that wasn't on my release calendar at all. At all, yeah. yeah. So it's tough, but we we could definitely try it, maybe going into next week. Not, no promises, maybe going into next week we could try it. Well, yeah, we'll look into it. So there is this video game that made news because of this whole controversy. I don't know if we ever talked about that, did we? We didn't, actually. Oh, wow. So, this psychological thriller horror game called Martha is Dead. Which we didn't get to play, so we do not have a review. We do not have a review. Because there is a video game coming out. It's kind of already out a little bit right now called Elden Ring. Maybe you've heard of it. It's coming out tomorrow. So, unfortunately, since we did not receive a promotional copy that we could pay for earlier or whatever, we will probably not be reviewing that, but you guys let us know how you like it. Correct. That's you, Cotton. (laughs) So, it came out today. (laughs) It came out today, and the reviews came out today. The... Do you want me to tell... Do you want me to say the whole controversy thing, or it doesn't even matter? Yeah, you can describe the controversy. Okay, so the controversy basically is Sony decided to... I don't think... It's a a spoiler, but it's not really a big spoiler. So, like, if you want to go in blind to Martha is Dead, skip... 30 seconds. I'm not going to do a whole spoiler. No, no, Skip away 30 seconds from when... 30 seconds to a minute, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so basically, Sony decided to edit out a scene in the video game that they claimed was too graphic, too disturbing, yada, yada, yada. It's basically, you're just, you're honestly Leatherface. You're cutting off someone's face. You're playing a mini game where you trace the lining of someone's face. And you peel it off. And you peel it off. It is a kid, and I think that's, like, it's like a kid into adolescent age. Yeah. And I think that was the big, like, graphic thing about it. But, man, there's video games out there called, maybe you've heard of it, Grand Theft Auto V, where Trevor is basically... Really inappropriate. What's his name from Shameless? I always make the joke. Oh, yeah. Frank from Shameless. Trevor is literally Frank from Shameless on all the drugs and all the... So the fact that Sony is was censoring this and took it out of their game. Yeah, it's it it's was an a, odd choice. People people were not happy. They Grand Theft Auto Five exists. Yeah. Agony exists. It's they, it's just it's just silly. It was and these are games poor. that exist on Sony. Yes, I could go into games on Steam like Hatred yeah. and stuff like that. But Last of Us Two has a lot of inappropriate yeah. stuff. So it it was very weird, weird that choice. they would do this, and people were more so really upset because not only does Sony condone games that do have worse stuff or, you know, you're, the same the, you're bringing down the little man. That's what it was. Yeah. It's an indie developer mm-hmm. and they're making, it's just, it was. However, tough. our friend, uh, one of my best friends, he always says friend of the show, like we're not best friends. Okay. So I know you're listening, David. One of my best friends, David, I'm going to up it because he always says friend of the show, Chris. No, dude, I'm one of your best friends. You used to live with me. Wow, friend of the show? Dang. That's all I get is friend of the show. Wow, okay, pal. He's trying to be professional. Hmm. Whatever. Anyways, one of my best friends, I'm going to say it again for the record. Okay. One of my best friends, David. Wait, is he just a friend or is he a He's not just a friend of the show. He's one of my best friends, David. Wow, okay. He said that Martha is Dead was trending one day. And I'm not a big Twitter guy. It was. So, 
if we're looking at the gratitude and perspective aspect of this, it did get a lot of It was trending. Correct. It was trending when Sony did the whole announcement. I would love for Sony to punch me in the face. Mm. And then I get a black eye and then Matrimony of Madness is trending. I'll take it. True. So the reviews that came out, they're very, they're not, I mean, they're mediocre to okay. say the best. Metacritic gave it a 77, IGN 7 out of 10, Push Square 6 out of 10. So you can see the reviews are kind of, you know. But they're better than the Dark Pictures reviews. <laughs> Yikes, yeah. So apparently with this game, it's it's good, it's more of like an uh, a weird experience than anything, but I guess the I guess the ending falls flat. Yeah, it's. I'm not gonna say that there can't be another good horror game one day, but you've really got to step. You've got to come out. You got to come tough. out swinging it's and tough. step out of the box. Yeah, don't even get me started on Lyra Sophia too, because that game was not great. So I want to circle back. Martha's dead. Everybody, go check it out. I really want to circle back to what Jamie Lee Curtis said. She writes. A bittersweet end, all capital for the yeah, promo she the movie, does that, yep. for me on the Halloween movies. That's the sentence. Hmm. So, we can't just say... She writes more, though, than just that. She does. She does, and it proves my point. You want me to keep reading? No, it's fine. I have more news to go <laughs> That's fine. over. No, I just... That's fine. We did post, we did repost Jamie's story, so... We have it on our stories. We also posted a dank meme that I created and she graphically did. Please go check it out. It's really funny. So, <clears throat> also, the star of our show, which we will be reviewing later on in the episode, it was the second most watched Netflix movie in its debut weekend, which is crazy. Hmm. Number one was is The Tinder Swindler. Which, Are we sure that's not just for the week, though? It's... Based on this debut weekend, I don't know. I'm just going off uh, of what the headline said in the in the little news. Based off best off based off Netflix's data. Gotcha. Off of their debut weekend, they were the second most watched. I'm trying to think what what movies have come to Netflix that that were like huge huge hits. Like I'm trying to think. What about that Red Notice movie with Gail Godot? And The Rock and Ryan the com- Reynolds. The comedy? Yeah. I mean... Wouldn't you think that would have gotten more place? No. I'm just... Really? No, because it's like a parody comedy movie and it... Yeah. No, I wouldn't I'm, think I'm so. just... Like, those. that's star power, though. I know, but the, the premise of it is is whatever. I feel like because it's Texas Chainsaw, everyone was excited about it. It was promoted. Like, Red Notice wasn't promoted at all. So do you have the actual numbers for Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. The hours watched? No, but I can get it. I was just curious because I have the numbers here for Red... Oh, that, and there was Bird Box, too. Yeah. But but I don't think the debut weekend, it got its most views. I think after when all the press was coming, oh. it didn't get a lot. This is literally just in two days, the debut weekend of, of what it was. So Red Notice's opening weekend was 148.72 million hours. So I do know that this this number started with a two. Okay. I don't know if it was millions or whatever, but I do know it started with a two when I was briefly... So November 16, 2021, Red Notice, most watched Netflix movie ever in first weekend. Mm. So I'm just curious. It just, the head, like, because I think I read that headline and I was like, 
is that for just the week or so we'd have to compare it was those. just for the weekend either way a lot of people watched it a lot of people watched saying. it correct and that we were one of them and we will get the review we soon will. we'll get to that do you have any other news before I'll i get you, to this last one? Oh, you don't have anything else no except for the last one okay so you know me a couple things there's some things my wife know about me there's some things some of you listening know about me but um, a lot I should of, actually know all things about him. Okay, so what I'm getting at is I love steel books. Yes, you do. For some reason. Yes. So, Chef's Kiss, Avant Grande, The Cabin in the Woods 4K, Ultra HD Steel Book, arriving in April. Nice. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Because that's all it needs. That's true. I have, the, I have the Jamie Lee Curtis thing, too. Uh, it kind of speaks... Just volumes. We both kind of picked it up. It's, it's a big deal. Also, NECA, which should stand for, they're going to come out with five. No disrespect. They've been doing, as you know, I'm also a big fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're doing a Universal Monsters line of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they announced Michelangelo as Mummy. I can't remember some of the other ones they did. They're so far in my brain. I think I think Raph was Frankenstein. I think so. So they're doing the Universal Monsters line. NECA officials doing it. They announced Michelangelo as the mummy because they're doing a lot of announcements right now. I think for the Toy Fair. And then if you remember, they announced that Krampus yes. toy too with yes. all the little critters and stuff, which is super cool. Also, as of... to become Elden Lords or whatever they're called. But if you're a Fortnite player, I just have to because I know this is just things I love. You know, I love Steelbooks. It's fine. If, if we were doing, you know, I feel like we're right next to each other, like standing across from each other. Our so, time would be way up. Uh, I like Steelbooks. Mm-hmm. I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I like Fortnite. And as of 7 p.m. today, they added Frankenstein's Bride and... Frankenstein. Frankenstein into the item shop. Go grab it and represent. It's true. So, that now brings us the big shabuzi. The big shabuzi. So the big shabuzi start. This episode's gonna. Be, what's the word I'm looking for? It's going to potentially be the same format that really yeah. like. The arrow, well, the arrow came back and shot me. Whereas, so speed dating, this is, this is yeah. what I was So saying. last week we talked about Stranger Things because on Thursday there was the announcement of Stranger Things Season 4's release dates, all the posters. That was a direct line to me. You, you, take, you take the IV, you put it in, a little bit of that's going to be Stranger Things. This, and, and Spooky likes Stranger Things too, but you get what I'm saying. So this IV... I also like this thing, but this is a direct arrow, shot to the heart, IV in the veins, straight to Spooky, because this is one of the things she loves the most. Why did I do that? (laughs) I lift. She loves to move. I think because I'm so excited for you. What were we watching? Oh, we were watching The Kingsman and his list. <laughs> We've who also been watching who, those. Wait, hang on, who was it? What's the actor? Oh my gosh, why am I drawing a blank? Who's the actor? The villain in the Kingsman, the first Kingsman. 
The one in the first Kingsman? Yeah. Oh, Samuel Jackson. Valentine. Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson plays Valentine's the so He has a so, list the so whole time. So we've never time. watched those, and we've also been watching those this week. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. We were bad. So this is... I'm kind of getting... I'm just getting hyped up, so I got a lift. I know. Dude, that's... Her... Half of her room, and we'll post it when we move into the new house, hopefully, fingers crossed. Half of her office is dedicated to this video game. She's played it a million times. It is her favorite video game of all time. Her fra- Probably favorite. For, it's for sure. The it's, first installment is the favorite video game of all time. Probably her favorite installment. Video game installment franchise of all time. And that is. The, the, it was, what was announced? So it was announced that Netflix is making a movie adaptation of. Da, 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 Bioshock. Would you kindly tell us more about this Bioshock movie? I would love to tell you as much as I know because they didn't really announce much. But it is announced Netflix has decided to do a movie adaptation of Bioshock. It is unknown which... It could be up in the clouds. We don't freaking know. We have Mm -hmm. no idea. It was also announced that... Netflix is very interested. Now, it's not confirmed that he's going to do it. There's no contract or anything. But it is announced that Netflix wants Chris Evans to be the star. So this is still? This is the same thing? I thought this was from the last. Cause no, no, you, no. This is the same thing. Okay, so if you guys... Let me preface real quick. Just in case we reference it. So if you guys don't know, there was supposed to be a Bioshock into theaters movie... Like in 2017, I think it was. And who was the who was supposed to be the director? It was Gore Va- Verbinski. Gore Verbinski. Yeah. He, he Pirates directed of the Caribbean, and some of the, the Pirates Caribbean stuff and the Ring. And so it had some firepower. I think Steven Spielberg was rumored for a while to be like helping with it. Yeah. But I think Chris Evans was tied to rumors back then, or no? No, I don't think so. Okay. So Chris Evans is being rumored as the lead, which is Jack. Yeah, but they, it's, I mean... It's not for sure. Yeah. This is all... Netflix this, just said they wanted him. So, oh, they they want him. Yes. So, for you guys listening, there's nothing, other than the, there's two things for sure in, like, that are, that are, there's two things for sure we're going to talk about. The rest of this is all speculation. Yeah. So, when the movie comes out, and it's a two out of ten, I don't want you guys <laughs> to come back on our Instagram. Well, we don't do numbers, but it's a hack. No, we I Come know. back and it's a hack. If you guys... Come back and like, Chris Evans was supposed to be in it. No, 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 no. That's what we're saying. No, we're saying saying this is all speculation. Two things for sure. It's a Netflix movie Mm -hmm. and it's it's about some kind of something in Bioshock. It might be their own interpretation. We have no idea. Yeah, it might it might just be like just in the world of like like we have no idea. Um, So Netflix has stated. It also could. I mean, he could be Andrew Ryan. Ooh, he's a little young. I mean, we never know. So, anyways, go ahead. So I just, I, I just want, this is pretty much your segment that I can chip in on. I just want to know, like, what you think, what you want, how you think you're going to do it. So, okay, My buddy, ahead. my best friend, David. Oh, wait, is this the same best friend that thinks that you're just a friend of the show? same best friend, David. Gotcha. He has a podcast, I'm going to give him a little plug, called Suplex the Sticks, where they talk about gaming news and all this stuff. Go check it out if you haven't. They talked about it a little bit. And so I just, I don't want to seem like I'm mimicking some of his stuff because gotcha. I do agree yes. with a lot of the things that he said. Yes, yes. So I'd like to know what you think and then I will, I'll chip in 
what I think. Maybe based off you, or maybe I'll disagree with you. You know. Okay. So what do you? You're you're the you're the connoisseur. So my initial reaction to this announcement was annoyed. Yeah. And cautious. Yeah. So I was first so annoyed that it's a movie. This should be a series. There is way too much content. Even if they were just doing a spinoff, even if they were just picking one of the video games out of the three, mm. especially if they're doing all three, there's no way they're going to get done. There's the no way they're doing all three. No, I was. I mean, they may be, but I, I mean, personally maybe. think there's no way. I was very disappointed when I saw that it was a movie. So that was my first reaction. My second reaction was, of course, all of the issues of the of the first Bioshock adaption that was supposed to happen, mm -hmm. and it didn't because they were a lot of it was we don't know how to make the special effects happen underwater and all this stuff. And yeah, if you're using Rapture, it comes down to like what do you do? Do you yeah. do you use do you use CGI like primarily with like you know because. Inside of Rapture is more, what's the word I'm looking dystopian? for? Dystopian? It's dystopian, and it's very, like, there's so many environments. There's, there's a it lot looks of like a warehouse, it looks like a ball, like, not like a, a, a spherical ball, but like a costume ball. Yeah, or there's, like, there's like there's a whole banquet ball. halls. There's a garden area. There's garden, it's, it's yeah. how do you, and, and the Bioshock, the Bioshock, the first, they're all linear, but Bioshock is very linear, told by audiologues. Yes. The villains that you come across do have spectacular voice acting, and they're all different, and they all add to the story in their own way. But the main protagonist, Jack, in Bioshock, never says a word. No. It's kind of like Dead Space. And Dead Space 1. But there ain't no Dead Space movie. Exactly. Yeah. So, I was, I was... I'm very cautious with this because obviously it's my it's literally my favorite franchise. I I buy the game on every I th I have like the X, original really Xbox do. ones. Yeah. I have it again. I have literally on PlayStation. I have all copies of everything everywhere. It's ridiculous. It's mm -hmm. unnecessary. So I you would think I'd be super excited, but I'm really not. I'm scared. Mm -hmm. I'm scared that they're not going to give it justice. I'm scared that they're just gonna. The, the story's not going to be flushed out. The characters aren't going to be flushed out because there is a lot of character development, even though it's such an old game. But it's still, I feel like, what's the what's the phrase? Tells the test of time? It goes against... It'll tell the... Yeah, yeah. I, I know don't what know that. I know what you're trying to say. Anyways, so... I feel like the only way they could get away with a movie that is passable in my book, which would still make me kind of annoyed, is if they did do and just in that world. Because there's just so oh, much. Just in, just in Rapture? Or? I feel like in, in Atlas, like if they did like a, a, in the third, like if they did a third movie adaptation of somebody who lives in that world and is dealing, and it's, I, I don't even know. Yeah. Or maybe just how Songbird comes into existence. You know what I mean? Like, or maybe just Elizabeth's story. I don't, I mean, I don't know, because even that is just a lot. I would, so, yeah, I would say that as far as things to work, as far as content to work with, that could be better shaped, like, shaping into a movie, it would be infinite. 
Exactly. It Infinite has better. the most. That's why. That's why I think there's no way. Because Infinite not only has a lot of dialogue between characters that you could work with, mm. um, but again, like it's still tough because they go back and forth between like different timelines and if I don't know, I just you really need to know the story of the first ones mm. to understand the end of the third one. So it's just I don't know. It's really messy. And what's crazy is we're not even going into like plot details. No, we're it's not. It's just on the surface. On of the surface of everything. The setting and the characteristics of exactly. the games, and how they, how the events overlap from the first one all the way to the exactly. Third so one. It's, that's why I feel like it might just be just a spinoff or something like that because I just I don't know how they're gonna do it in a movie. Honestly. Here's the thing with Netflix. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like it's just number. It's a numbers game. It so is if a people watch game. it, you get more. I think, honestly, maybe, depending... I mean, there's been... I mean, Uncharted came out, so more video game movies are coming out, so maybe... We have, and, and I... I... I'm speaking for myself. I love the Uncharted series, but I haven't gone and seen the movie yet. And I'm going in with zero expectations. Right. Loving Uncharted, loving Tom Holland, and loving Mark Wahlberg. I'm going in at zero well, Exactly. So and video, game, video game movies are just hard to do. It's it's tough because they just don't. It's just tough, and I'm thinking of what is an under an underwater movie, the last underwater movie film that I've seen, and it's probably Aquaman, and yeah. I don't like that CGI. Now, granted, yeah. different company, different producer, different Did, different funding. Like, didn't the Darje the Darjeeling Limited have like underwater stuff? No. They did it. No. What movie am I thinking of? The submarine one. The other Wes Anderson one. Isn't it's, that the Darjeeling Limited? No. You're thinking of, um, oh, what's going to bother me? I thought the Darjeeling... It's like Aquamarine, whatever, something. Are you sure that I'm not right? It's called The Life Aquatic. Yes, yeah, sorry. Life Aquatic. I have not seen The Life Aquatic. So maybe I should watch it and see how that, they do that comes under, to my That comes to my mind. Stuff. That comes to my mind, And too. like you said, um... A lot of the stuff in Rapture is inside of the quote-unquote city. Yeah. So there, there's only a few scenes where you're actually in the water, which they could easily cut out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You have to have Rapture, though. So it's, I know. it's rough. I'm, so, yeah, that's my thoughts. I'm, I'm disappointed. And, and then do you make the, how do you make the Big Daddy, you know, I think you could make the Big Daddy look good, but it can't be cheesy. Like, what's he going to look like, a Transformer? Like how you know exactly how are you gonna do that? Are you gonna CGI him? Are Which you... is why I feel like Infinite would be easier for them to make because Songbird. Would be tough, I think too. I know, but even still, the other enemies are robotic. Yeah. The patriotic and patriotic enemies. It, mm-hmm. it is like Transformers, yeah. kind of basically. So those I feel like would be easier. Songbird would be difficult, yeah. but I think they'd be easier than Big Daddy, a Rosie. Even, I feel like they could botch the little sisters. So it's like, yeah. there's just so much. I think Shang-Chi comes to mind when I think of, like, the plasmids. Because Shang-Chi did really well with, with the stuff, like, with the with the rings coming from the arm and stuff so like that. So did Eternals. Yeah. Like, Eternals. But, like, we don't know how big. That's Marvel and Disney. Exactly. So, so, so the funding is. We is, don't know who's, who's grabbed on. We don't know who's. Exactly. Uh, so lightning round. And I'm 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 echoing the sentiment the sentiment from my best friend David. He'll get so mad that I did this the whole time. 
he, the only thing he really talked about was how good he wants the Sander Cohen segment to be, which I agree. Mm-hmm. It's the best segment in the game I mean, as, as far as characterization. Really yes. You could argue the the twist of the end of the game. Sure. Uh, so, obviously they have to get that right. So, lightning round. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we're doing on time. We need to wrap it up. And again, I could talk about this all For podcast, sure, but I won't. So, lightning round. Let's let's grab some of the main characters. Who would you want to see cast? I'm going to go with Sander Cohen first. Do you oh, have anybody God. in your brain that you could see being cast as Sander Cohen? No. So you, do you have so. any? Do you no, have any? I haven't even thought about. Honestly, I was so like just what entranced in my own like I don't know feelings. I didn't okay. even think so about ask casting. Me that. Lightning round me. I'll lightning round you. Yeah. Okay, Sander Cohen. Sander Cohen. Ralph Fiennes, also known as Voldemort. Okay. Okay, you know how much we've talked about Voldemort lately? <laughs> well, because he's, we're trying to get to The King's Men, which is the third movie. We are, we are. And he's in it. And so I'm talking about, I think he'd make a great Sandra Cohen. I think so, too. All right, lightning round, keep going. Andrew Ryan. Andrew Ryan, are we going, are we going in the aspect of he's a middle-aged 40-year-old dude, or are we going like he's more younger and... I mean, in the I mean, if we're doing the first one, he's middle aged. But they do like, they do show sections where like he's younger, and then you know what I mean. Like it's like, it it goes with the theme that you get to an in infinite where time is an ever flowing river, Jurassic Park, where you know what I mean. Like there's different. I don't want to spoil Bioshock. For so people. I'm just gonna say middle age. I'm gonna say middle age. Andrew Ryan, Bioshock One. Who do you got? I say I have one of two people in my head. Okay. You take Miles Teller and make him look older. Mm. She okay. does not like that. I don't like that. I love Miles Teller. I don't like that. Or, or. J.K. Simmons. I like that way better. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tannenbaum. Again, I'm just sticking Who with Who the you. heck is that? She's the lady with the that does the... Oh, uh, she's the she's got the little sisters. Yes, yeah, so the little sister Tannenbaum. I thought of... I'm going to skip... I thought of Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> I thought of Royal Tenenbaums when you did that. I'm looking at her now. The problem is the graphics are so bad. Oh, I know. It's an old. It's an old. It's an old game. The graphics are so bad. From I don't know anybody that like as I'm looking at her, nobody like pops into mind that has like her nose is so crazy. <laughs> okay, so let me skip that Let's one. Say, I'm gonna go Emily Blunt. Okay, I like that. All right, who would you cast for the um? mold of the little sisters because they all look the same basically so who would be the mold of a little sister i say could we could we could we grab the girl she's too old though Mm. i'm thinking of the little girl who played x23 in logan i know you're talking about too old but look at how beautiful! Look at how perfect she is back then. Back then, she would have been perfect. Yes, but right now she's too old. Ugh. kids actors are tough. Tell me I, about I don't, it. I don't know. How to, I, I, I have to leave that one undecided. That's all right. Okay, so now I'm just gonna skip to Infinite Elizabeth. No, you you've skipped main characters in the first game. We're not gonna have a Bioshock episode. They're, they're not doing Bioshock Infinite. I'm telling you, that's not gonna be in this movie. Okay, then you just go. We can okay. come back to that. I think Chris Evans as Jack works. Alright. I, I like that, it. Yeah, I think that's I think I think Jack is very generic looking. Mm-hmm. 
and if you he's not generic, but if you want to cast a really good supposed to be generic actor, yeah, it's Chris Evans. Yeah, because. Chris Pratt is oddly hated by everybody now for some reason. No, I know. And so I think Chris Evans is the man to go to. And I think putting him in a role where he's just fighting people and beating people up and shooting stuff out of his hands, Mm -hmm. I think that's a pretty good play. I think that's good. What about Sinclair? Sinclair? Dude, you, like, are pulling these out, dude. I I expected, like, the form. Okay, what about Fontaine? How about that? Uh, Fontaine is stuff too. Okay. Dude, all right, all right, all right. Sinclair? Yes. Jake Gyllenhaal. All right, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Fontaine? Yep. I say if you don't use JK for for Andrew Ryan, you mm-hmm. use him for Fontaine. Okay. I mean, this pic, this doofy looking picture looks just like Jamie Simmons. <laughs> as Jonah Jameson. <laughs> I think you could also do, because you want, like, the voice to be pronounced, too. Uh-huh. I think you could also do, because I'm not going to spoil it, but Fontaine is very important. So if you're doing the other, quote-unquote, version of Fontaine, mm-hmm. where you see him in a different light, mm-hmm. I think you could do, like, like a Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay. You'd have to make Daniel Day-Lewis look a bit younger, though, as, yeah. as the alternate version. I mean... So, yeah. I think those are good. I don't think we get into Infinite. Um, those characters would be more fun to, they would. to cast, but it's fine. But if the movie comes out, we can critique it and say who we'd rather have. That's true. So, guys... Sorry for that 20-minute Bioshock announcement. No, that's... I mean, it's part of our lives. It's content. It's what we... <laughs> you know, we're, we're passionate about it. I think, I think I'm just going to just do a Bioshock podcast. You're on your own. I mean, I don't know. You could talk to my best friend David about that. I think he would oh. really like it. Do I know him? Uh, I'm just a friend of the show to him, but to me, he's one of my best friends. I, I think you know him. Okay. Uh, he used to live with us. He came oh. to our wedding, okay. and he was he had he had some drinks, and he told us how much he loved us. We also went to his wedding. So he just so he loves just a friend of the show. He loves just a friend. I think I'm such a good friend of the show. <laughs> That he loves me. <laughs> so, do you think we go into... I'm not sure. I can't see the computer. So, the guys... The, the setup is I can't... I can't see the computer. So, do we go and just spoiler review? Or do we cut it, you think? What do you want to do? We the movie's see. short. The movie is really short. So, we go into the spoiler review? We'll just go into the spoiler review, guys. So, everybody, we are going to hit that spoiler music. If you have not seen at all and want to watch... Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 on Netflix without spoilers. You're going to want to pause and check the show notes. And we're back. So, we watched, we waited, it's Thursday. 9.43 p.m. We waited until last night to watch this movie because we thought we were going to go see Studio 666 today to record. So we, again, doing doing you guys the most organic thing we can, we have not talked about this movie at all. It's true. For those of you who don't know, as far as, like, I guess you call them horror icons? He's a horror, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're calling him, right? Yeah. Leatherface is my favorite horror icon. 
more than Mikey, Jason, all the other horror icons. Ah. I rank him number one. He does, I don't even know if he cracks top ten on Spooky's list, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think he does, but that's okay, because I love Bubba. And you know what, and that's okay. So, I have a lot of things to say. Yes? And some, I think, will surprise you, but I want to know what... I, I, I honestly care more about what you have to say right now. But this is your favorite horror icon, so I yeah, kind so, of care more about what you have to say. Yes, but... But because he doesn't even crack your top ten, I might be coming from a, 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 refret, a reflective biased view on certain mm. things. So you don't you almost don't have a horse in this race. So I see. Where where are you going? Where like give me some of your thoughts. We haven't talked about it. Okay, so some of my thoughts are overall I liked it. Um one of the things that I kind of was bummed about. Also directed by David Blue, Gar- Blue Garcia on Netflix. Something I was pretty bummed about, which maybe I'm just being picky or dumb, is... I don't think, I don't think so. I really missed the environment being at the house. Huh. I... Because the environment, for those of you guys who have seen it or don't want to see it and don't really care but just want to hear our reviews... Is it is a it's in Harlow, Texas, mm-hmm. and the main group of teenagers, I guess they're teenagers or young adults, they are buying this strip of property in Harlow, Texas that's like abandoned. It's like it, it there's n- no business there, nothing whatsoever. So they're they they bought it out so they could sell it to other people and kind of make it more of a make it lively again. And we find out that the orphanage that's part of the community or part of this like strip of land mm-hmm. is still being occupied by a lady. And we end up finding out that Leatherface was in there the whole time. Mm-hmm. He got, um, I guess, adopted or something by this lady. I don't know. He was just in the he orphanage. He was in the orphanage. So... So basically the whole movie takes place in the scene of of this abandoned little strip of town. And I don't know, I just missed the house aspect. Mm. I miss I miss people being in basements and being hung up by meat hooks. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't there wasn't a lot of Torture. I sound like a like a what's the word I'm. Yeah, saying. I'm just kind of letting you, uh, letting you just. Go you told off. me to just go. Yeah, just go off. The, I'm just letting you kind of go off the cuffs. You know. This there is, wasn't. That's why I named Spooky, and I'm okay. just friendly C-Max. There wasn't a lot of torture. I mean, I guess a a little bit, but I feel like when I think of Weatherface, I think of slow and painful deaths. Mm-hmm. I think of him cutting them up. While they're still alive, dr- basically draining them in bathtubs. Apologies to the little monsters out there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is still with blood and guts. Yeah, we tell them. friendly with blood and guts. And so, this movie didn't have a lot of that. Now, I will say, I did love the kills. Yeah. I loved the different type of kills. That's that a recurring theme we're seeing, though, is everybody's amping it up. Yes, and I did, I really liked it. I can't even think of what my favorite one was. Honestly, my favorite kill, you want to know what it was, was when he broke the... The first one. The officer, yep, it's the first one. He broke yeah. the officer's wrist, and he uses the bones in his wrist to stab him in the neck. It was awesome. It was very cool. 
So I did really love all the different types of kills. It just, to me, didn't seem leather-facey because mm -hmm. there wasn't all the torture. But he is older. Mm -hmm. He's like, what, 60 or something? And remember, or... this is a direct... This is, I think, supposed to be a direct play off the first it one. It is. So that is... That's confirmed. It is directly from the first one. And so you assume that his adopted mother who runs the orphanage... We're assuming he hasn't killed since then because there's no news clippings. They they keep talking about the massacres that happened with the five groups of friends. Right. So she's been able to keep him under control. Under and, wraps, and he yeah. hasn't gone after her. And there's no news clippings of, you know, massacre at an orphanage or anything. It's like exactly. she's been keeping him in line. And I don't know if you caught this, but when she was dying, mm -hmm. she said to him, don't go in my room. Because his chainsaw's in her room. Ah, his chainsaw her, his chainsaw was behind the wall in her call, room. So, granted, he knew where it was. He did. But she was trying to say, I think trying to save him still. Be good. Yeah, be good. Be good. Don't yeah. go in my room. Because yeah. she knew yeah. his chainsaw was back there. Or of course, he gets pissed off because she dies. Yeah. So, are you, do you think maybe you're upset that they added emotional context to him? Or? So. Because. In the movies that you're used to watching with Leatherface that aren't recent, where we can't get rid of just, I don't even know what to say, we can't get rid of mainlining themes in horror movies, apparently. Yeah. We can't get rid of current events in horror movies. Correct. Whatever. I'll get into that in a second. But the a lot of the earlier movies, and even the, the, movie in the, the movies in the 2000s, some of them, he has no emotional profile. It's just, it's it's evil, just like Mikey. Except for the one with. So I, I I think I'm referring to obviously I'm referring to the ones that happened in the seventies. No, for sure. And then I'm referring to the one uh, with Jessica Biel. Yeah, I, and that's actually my favorite one. Two thousand three. The two thousand three one is actually my so, favorite one. So in those, he doesn't. It's just evil. Right. You could, you could, I mean, I guess you could argue he's a product of his family. So that's what I was going to say. By so his family. I did still, and I don't know what's wrong with my brain, but like watching those, I did feel empathy for him. Mm -hmm. I still felt bad for him. Mm -hmm. I was like, he's, I feel like he was just guided wrong. Mm -hmm. He's basically just the brute security of the household. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. So it's like, I felt, I've, I've always felt bad for him. I've always, like, Mikey, I don't feel bad for him. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't empathize with him. With Leatherface, I always have. I've always felt like he is, you know, mentally very immature, mm. very adolescent, you know, mentally. So I, I always just felt like, man, this sucks. Yeah. So, this new one, giving him even more emotion, mm -hmm. that didn't bother me. I kind of liked it because that's how I felt the mm -hmm. whole time watching him. So, it wasn't it wasn't really that. It was just, I don't know. I did like that they, that, that he put the makeup on yep. the face. A lot of Easter eggs yeah. to a lot of the previous movies. Yeah, so I did like that. Um, and and I, re I really did like it. The, with Sally, I mean... I honestly feel like we could have, like, if she just wasn't in it, it could have still been good. So, Her yeah. part in it was just really forced. So a brief synopsis of the movie is these, like she, like Spooky said, 
there's this what we what we assume are influencer chefs who have yes. bought this part of town and they're opening up this town. But they're not just opening up this town to cook. They're basically trying to create their version of Utopia yes. in Texas, LOL. Yes. yes. Where, no offense, but Texas, you guys know Texas is off the power grid. Like, they do not, they are almost, an, they're they're in a way annexed from the continental United States. So yeah, the fact especially that with current events happening. Well, they're just, they're just going, the fact that they picked Texas yeah. to do Oops. this is is just silly to me. And so they just speak of it, and they're going to open up a restaurant, and they're influencer chefs, and they have investors coming, so they have to tear down, like, Confederate flags. And, of course, you got to have the creepy gas station in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Of Oscar. course. But the gas station clerk's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And he's terrified of Leatherface and the events. Tell he actually calls Sally. Yeah. Calls Sally uh, once everything happens. I'm still kind of in the beginning of the synopsis. Sorry. That's okay. He, they get to the place, they of course had a run-in with a quote-unquote, you know, redneck at the gas station, who's actually not that bad of a guy, who's actually the contractor for the town, mm-hmm. and he, you know, helps and does things for them. They end up kicking out the lady from the orphanage. Mm-hmm. So they kick out the lady from the orphanage, uh, one of the, the main, sh- the chef with, the, there's a girl chef and a guy chef, he basically says... He's not patient at all. Yeah, his name is Dante. Dante is like, get the F out. This is our house. Yeah, we bought like, this. Yeah. We have the deed. And Melody, who's the other sh- other one, is like, we can't just kick, kick her, her out, out. Yeah. without proof. They get the cops to show up. Yeah. They also do like a Jordan Peele cops twist where the cops pull Dante over, but then they're like, whatever you need, we'll take care yeah, of you. Yeah, that was funny. I, I was okay with the... I was okay with the manipulation of our brains, like, oh, white cops pulled them over, here's what we think's gonna happen, but they're actually supportive. I liked because yeah. Jordan Peele does that, you know, at the end of yeah. at the end of Get Out. I said us, I'm sorry. At the end of Get Out he does that and we're like, oh no, and then it's actually the other guy. Exactly, yeah. So I liked the manipulation on current events where hey, things are actually positive and yeah. there's good in the world. So sh- they end up kicking her out of the house, she can't breathe. She dies on the way to the hospital. Right. Leatherface is in the the ambulance with her, loses his mind. Yeah. And that's what well, they're actually in a police car because they don't have an ambulance. Police van, sorry. The police van, ambulance car. Dies. She dies. He loses his mind, and then it's just people. He kills everybody. It's just people fighting for their lives. So I I I was just giving everybody the synopsis if they're not going to watch it. That's pretty much what happens. So, do you have anything? Based on that, do you have anything? Based on the little synopsis? I know you kind of went into it. You were talking about Sally? Yeah, so I just feel like um, if we took Sally's part out, mm-hmm. I feel like we could have still had the same exact storyline. Granted, Sally coming gave them the shotgun, and Sally coming gave them a car to hide in for a little bit. But honestly, she was so short-lived. Honestly, yeah, when she, okay, so when she died, I was like, I guess she's no Laurie Strode. Like in my head, I literally thought so that. So what's what what's the term that Scream uses? Ret- retro characters or vintage characters? What's the term I, that they maybe use? Maybe it's maybe it's retro characters or I, I can't remember. That was the play for Sally. She, it was. You, you see her in what we assume is his old house or yeah. one of the houses. She's in a house just like his. When she gets the call from the gas station owner, because after the cops get killed, there they do send one of the friends of the chefs in the car, and she's like, "They're all dead." It's it's it, it's it's similar to the two 
women who do the right. thing in the van. They do the you-know-what in the van that I'm not going to say over the air. And it was a play to that. Lots of Easter eggs that I really liked. And so he then calls Sally, yes. who's become like a butcher. She's basically become like a good leather face. Yeah, she butchers pigs and stuff. Like, she she, she works a, in a slaughterhouse. She was a beautiful, like... I know. Like, preppy girl in the in the first film. Now she's and, a rugged slaughterhouse. And, and, and that's supposed to that's supposed to be that's supposed to be like what the haunt has done to her. It was silly. I have on my notes here, uh Sally part was weird and unnecessary. Yeah. Uh once she finally they call her to help come to the rescue because Leatherface goes on this rampage, he kills he kills Dante, he kills everybody, all these investors who come in the van. He kills, like, most of them. That was a pretty good scene. That was a good scene. But out of character, she decides to trap the Melody, right? Mm-hmm. And her sister, who we haven't talked about, who survived a school shooting, and she's just very edgy. Yeah. She traps them in a car, and she's like, sorry, I have to use you as bait. That's just so out of character for someone who's yeah. never had psychological help to get over yeah, tragic it events. Was really You're gonna weird. endanger girls who are around you. It, it made, who went through the same thing no you sense. did? Makes, yeah, because, just to try and kill him. And what also I didn't like was she goes up to his room, aims the shotgun, and he's sitting there, and he and she's like turn around, and he turns around, and he doesn't attack her. And she just starts naming off her friends yeah. that he killed. And then she's like, say my name. And then she's like, she's trying to get him to remember her. Which, lady, he doesn't fucking, he doesn't remember you. <laughs> Sorry, I almost cursed. And so, I was annoyed because literally that scene, I, it felt like five minutes long. Just shoot him. Like, yeah. if you were that, if you're that. You were that scared and haunted. And that, like aggressive on I'm gonna kill him and you would have shot him her dying words were don't let him haunt you you weren't haunted you'd have railed you would have railed that gun off like, yeah exactly and literally he gets up looks at her and walks away yeah. she didn't shoot him at all yeah. I'm like what it is it, it probably the one of the most vulnerable things we ever see from him yes other than in, in this movie Arguably the most vulnerable time we've ever seen. Maybe in the history of the franchise. Well, I mean, probably when he's crying into the dress was probably the most vulnerable. Yeah, but I mean, like to where he was, in, to where he could have been in danger. Yes. Either that. way, a lot of vulnerabilities for him. His back is turned. Yeah, his back. She is doesn't turned. shoot the gun. No, I was. That was probably the most annoying part of the whole thing. I'm like, this is so dumb. What are you doing? If you were really that sure about killing him, you would have shot him. Let me, let me, kind of begin to wrap it up yeah so because i guess you know spooky was the connoisseur on bioshock i think i can say i'm the connoisseur on texas chance i would say so i wrote and, and we've been saying a lot of negatives here's where i think i'm gonna surprise everybody let me let me end with the last negative the cancel culture stuff was just oof like the whole thing like we was, don't have to add this is a horror movie yeah that's it it there are intellectual properties out there that make you think and have good material. Yeah. Jordan Peele, Ari Aster, Titan. There's movies out there with crazy, they're trying new things. Yeah. They're making you think, they're making you feel. These these movies do not have to be that. No. You do not have to tie it to current events. You do not have to tie it to overcoming mental illness. You don't have to tie it to any of that. You can make this 
just a horror movie. Yeah. We we're getting we're getting content from everywhere now. You know, uh, what's that YouTube channel? Cult is it Cult TV? What's the one that that uh, Howling Horror Nights had the haunted house of? The YouTube. Oh they the, yeah. They're not trying to make you think. They're just making cool, gory stuff. Yeah, they're and just people being love gory. it. And you know what you expect. We don't need someone live tweeting on a bus. We're gonna cancel you, dude. And I think in the context of it, they're trying to be funny, but it's cringe because it's not funny. Yeah. If it landed on the comedic palette, yeah. it would be funny. I feel like it's may- not. maybe a part of me maybe was thinking between that whole cancel culture thing and Sally lasting like 10 minutes, basically. I was like, maybe they're making fun of something. But they're not, ex- again, you, gotta, you have to execute it. Yeah. You have like to Like maybe they're sure making fun of vintage characters coming back. Yeah. Maybe they're making fun of cancel culture. But they don't culture. communicate it well It enough. does not get. And the ambiguity, the ambiguity doesn't help. No, it does not. So, I'm going to tell you, man, like they almost had it. I agree. Because, first of all, this movie wasn't filmed in Texas. It was filmed in Bulgaria. Are you serious? Yes. That's interesting. So, the deep cuts of making nothing this beautiful beautiful was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. There's the, we make fun of it, but there's the peekaboo yeah. where it comes out of the dry... The scenery was... The dried sunflowers yes, or whatever. Yes, sunflowers. The scenery was really the, nice. That, the two or three times they show, like, the houses... Mm-hmm iconic shots looked great. Yeah, I agree. Put it on a screensaver. I agree. Put it on a postcard. Yeah. When they got to the town in Harlow, I'm like, this is almost like a Last of Us Bioshock looking town. And then when the when the when it got dark, some of the lights started coming on. And yeah, it was were, cool. It reminded me of Disneyland where you walk you walk down where Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, like this this scenery, like it was this, cool. This cinematography and this filmographer like is doing really good. And then the kill the kills are fantastic. The the first cop in the beginning and just the bus the bus rampage. Oh, the bus I mean, rampage was good. There's that yeah. website that does horror icons kill counts. His is way up. Oh, now I'm sure. I mean, he just decimated people. Almost all the main characters die. They try to do they try to do the the kill at the end was fantastic. Also, there was one part where he throws the hammer at Melody and it hits her in the chest and like yeets her Dude, into the basement. Awesome. Also, when she when he throws he slides the chainsaw on the ground. He literally throws Sally off. He picks Sally up with the chainsaw and then like yeets her. Yeets her with the chainsaw, almost like um, what's that sport called? The cross. Uh, the cross. Yeah. like the cross throws yeah. her yeah. from the chainsaw into a pile of trash. And then there's one where Melody is running and he throws the chainsaw. And slices her. And they were like, yeah. I wish that was in DVD. Yeah. Like, I wish that was a moving DVD. It was great. It was, and it the was. actor who played him was fit and he yeah. was terrifying. And they only did one scene where he like sprinted out because that was like his thing. You yeah, know, he used to sprint. Yeah. And he was a force and yes. he was terrifying and you couldn't keep him down. The kill at the end was fantastic. They, oh, it's God. the two sisters, and they're like, you know, our bond is strong. We love each other. Leatherface punches the window, grabs her out. the The car's like a Tesla or something, it's and it's like on auto autopilot. Yeah. So the little sister can't do anything. As she's up in the sunroof, looking back, Leatherface takes the chainsaw, gets just her head, has it, and then yeets it. The whole time, he never stops staring at the little sister, and then he does the iconic chainsaw. Man. They almost had it. Let me hit you with what the movie should have been. 
Keep the influencer chef stuff. Yeah. I don't care. Keep the gas station. Yeah. Keep even keep even the contractor who you assume is racist, but he's actually a good person. No, I, There's I, a I touching actually, moment where I he's holding Dante's hand, yeah. and, and you're like, shame on us for assuming. I you really like his character. Bad. Shame on me. Yeah. He was one of my Keep favorite characters. Keep all that. Yeah. And just let them stumble upon him. I agree. Yeah. Let them walk into the house, scare the orphanage lady by trying to bully her out. Let the investors come. But just let them be running in terror and hiding the whole time. That's As insane. he finds yeah. them yeah. and picks them off, still goes on the same rampage, still does all the cool tricks. There was also a cool part that I loved because one of my we should do a we should do an iconic sounds episode one day. They opened the grill. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was. I funny. loved it. I, yeah. I, I nerded out so hard. Keep all that. Just get rid of the ties to current events. It didn't do anything for me. The cancel culture was oof. The fact that she was a a school shooting survivor, it wasn't organic. She wasn't a good actress. It wasn't she wasn't no. a good actress in this movie. No. It wasn't played well enough to make me feel anything. And again The flashback So like you said, if if they're making fun of that, that's not something you make fun of. No, either. that is super. So, so it's like again, I I don't see the execution. Yeah. I don't see the the tie-ins between her past and, and the current events did not work for me at all. I feel like they try to like do flashbacks of her gaining you know courage or whatever from what happened in her school shooting, but it really it really did not give the impact I think it wanted. And again, like you said, it would be super distasteful if they were trying to do it. So I don't a, think they were. But but it would correlate with you know like yeah I don't know. It was just <laughs> yeah. But I agree. They almost. I feel like they almost had it. Almost also, had it. that actress did bother me a lot. Yeah. And she was, again, her sister should have been the final girl. I agree. Again, another issue with the final girl yeah. was misplaced. So as you guys know, those who listen, we rate movies on a hack, which just doesn't hack it like five or below. Hack and slash, five to seven. We have a slasher, which is a 7.5 to a 9.75. And then we have the final girl, which is as perfect as you can be, a 10 out of 10. So what would you rate it? I'd actually, I'm going to rate it a slasher. Wow. I mean, it's not no final girl, but it's like low wow. tier slasher. Wow. I'm going to rate it a hack and slash. All right. I f- this is proof that I will always be unbiased. No, for sure. And that I will always tell it to you guys. Listen, Leatherface is not one of my favorites, but again... I I would watch it again. I would watch it again. I I don't think it's it goes into that slasher category. I think a I think a few tweet like I said, all to me to me I want things to be a slasher at least because there's not a lot of final no, girls for out sure. there. No, God. Bioshock, no. the first video game is the final girl. Yes, hundred. Stranger Things season one we talked about it last week a final girl. Yeah. There's not a lot of them out there. No. My goal is always for something to be a slasher. This is a hack and slash. I feel like we, which doesn't mean it's bad, according to our review. No, it scale. doesn't. I think we were, we were very close to a slasher. Rotten Tomatoes and stuff does not think this is a slasher at all. By the way, very poorly. Oh reviewed. no, I know. It, so, it is a very over. The overall consensus is it, it was not a great film. As much as we don't agree, I'm kind of proud. I'm kind of proud of you that you think it's a slasher, even though we don't agree on the rating. So with that, send them home, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks for sticking by us. Always true and true. First time listeners, thank you for 
sitting through our Texas Chainsaw Massacre review. If you guys can please like, follow all of our social medias, Instagram, we got a Discord, Facebook, Twitter. We're going to be starting to do TikTok videos, which I think we have some fun content coming to you guys. If you guys can also leave a review, we really appreciate it. And that's what I got. Shout out to the little monsters. Sometimes when you have a background of Texas, you got to film in Bulgaria. <laughs> it's still going. Oh my God. Stop. Oh, I have to say.